Let's talk about stories. We all love stories. Stories make us laugh, they make us cry, they can challenge and inspire us. But most of all, stories are one of the best ways to learn. The stories we will share are true stories of God's rescue and redemption, shared by the people who have lived them. People just like you and me, grateful and undeserving characters in God's big story. Welcome to Life Stories. Welcome back to Life Stories. We're so glad that you've joined us again to hear yet another story of God's rescue and redemption. A listener to the podcast, Jill from Indianapolis, has agreed to come on the show today and share her story. Welcome to the show, Jill. Thank you, Ryan, and thanks for bringing me on the show today to share my life story. And I personally just want to thank you for being a person that providing a safe place to share my suffering and sin without shame and just being instrumental to encourage me in the spirit to share my story today with others and in his strength to testify God's redemptive work in my life. So thank you so much. I grew up here in Indy in a Catholic community and attended Catholic schools for eight years. We were probably in church two to three times a week, but nothing really ever stuck. Even at a young age, none of the church stuff made sense to me, and it didn't even seem right in my mind. Um, So with the kind of no truth at a young age, I began to live out my depravity, chasing the world and being trampled on by the world. Growing up in my home, life seemed very chaotic to me. Um, I was in survival mode at times. The life, uh, home life was sometimes volatile as well. My dad traveled a lot with his job and so he was definitely physically absent but also emotionally just disconnected from our family. Sadly, over the years, my dad misused alcohol and became dependent upon in order to function every day. Due to this, my mom was really lonely and sad in her marriage, which made her at times angry and unkind. In my opinion, it seemed both my parents thought we were the problems and directed their, I'd say, misery or unhappiness to us kids. And as a result, my siblings and I just led a very independent life and sadly not really needing a mom and dad. Um, Also, with that given independence, it created a shield for us from their unintentional emotional rejection. And I say unintentional because I don't think they were out to do that, but it it just happened. As I look back, despite what was going on in our home, there seemed to be some good grace moments. My parents were very social and surrounding uh, our family with lots of friends. So as far as I knew, they were well known in our community as good people. And we lived most of our days, uh, my siblings and I just venturing out, some and probably getting in uh, most days into trouble. And I spent a lot of time over at my friend's house. There seemed to be too much freedom and unwelcomed independence at a young age. As I look back, the pain of rejection hurt the most. What parent, I I kind of thought in my mind, like what parent, as I look back, what parent would give their kids so much independence and not parental supervision? Um, In my mind, it communicated they didn't care. They didn't care what I did. That led me to no accountability if no one's watching and no one to check in with me to see if I was okay in this life. It was like I wasn't seen by them. And again, I wanna stress unintentional, but it was very real pain. Growing up in my neighborhood, there was a couple that befriended our family and became part of our family at a very young age. As I look back at pictures and they were there 
all along. This older couple became a place for me and my siblings to go for a talk after school or grab a snack. The husband uh, became kind of like a grandfather to us kids, but sadly over time, he sexually abused my sister and I. And to numb the noise of all of this, the noise of my childhood, the noise of the rejection of my parents, and just the unkindness that I experienced in the world, I began to find escapes, false oases that led me to losing my voice, the ability to be seen in this life, and just totally losing myself. For example, in order to try to lose myself or escape the cruel comments and rejection from the kids at school, I began stealing things from the malls, grocery stores, just anything to have to fit in so I wouldn't stick out in school. I wanted to be off the radar of painful jokes and not seen by others. I became aware that my sexuality opened up. Maybe it was the sexual abuse, I don't know, but I became very aware of it and I was encompassed by it. An idle thought, fantasies began to occupy my mind. Exposed to my father's pornography magazines in the basement piqued my interest more and more. So with no guardrails or loving intervention uh, from a young age, these things continued to silently churn within me. My freshman year of high school, we moved and my parents moved us from the private school to a public school. So with, again, a new school, new friends, a new neighborhood, rejection started over again. And so did the lifestyle just to avoid that painful rejection. I continued to lose myself and escape in the pain and bad relationships. I used alcohol, drugs, and this allowed me to be someone else in the moment or to numb the inner pain. If you actually saw me during these years, you'd know, um, you'd never know any of this. I could hide behind the mask and fit in wherever I went, um, you know, as the good Catholic girl, a hard worker, hung out with the popular crowd, I was a sports girl. No one really knew my inner, inner struggles. After high school, I went off into the United States Air Force and served. And when I was in there, I met a man at age 19 and fell in love and married at the age of 21. After six years of marriage, sadly on Valentine's Day, my husband stated he wasn't in love with me anymore. And months later, after our son was born, we divorced. I was totally lost, feeling rejected and unwanted. I continued on and acted out of my inner pain and godless lifestyle. My sexuality was still churning and kept a steady drive within. At the time, I had an unknown desire to be loved and to be seen by others. It only led to more unhealthy relationships with men as well as same-sex attraction and relations. All this led to more inner pain, no true intimacy with people, and a lifestyle really to avoid this rejection, um, to be seen. I actually was getting comfortable with not being seen anymore and to gain love from anyone. So many stories I can look back today and see God's hand all over my life. It's incredible. And sustaining me through all these reckless times, never understanding true intimacy and avoiding really anything that smelt like rejection. Um, I continued believing the lies that my voice didn't matter. Um, the fear of just being unwanted in this world and that I was truly not seen at all. But God saw me this entire time. My parents divorced when I was around 25, and my mom stopped attending the Catholic church we grew up in and started going to a local Christian church. And she invited me to church, so I went probably out of the old 
guilt, uh, but I went with her. And I noticed, though, at church, I could actually hold my Bible in my hands. And for the first time, I could read the Bible for myself. And week after week, I began hearing these really awesome stories of Jesus Christ and became interested in attending the church on a regular basis. So this actually several years passed. And I remember in a particular Sunday, the pastor was preaching and it actually reached into my heart. I could, if I, if I could show you, I could hear in my heart, the scripture and the Lord saved me that day. Over the years, Christ has intimately revealed himself to me. He has given me a divine love that's never ending. That's better than anything on this earth. He truly sees me. God saw me at my worst and he gave me his best. Christ has given me a new life in him and uh, years go by. The old, old Jill lives and she is dying year after year. And this new Jill in Christ is being resurrected. He has given me a new heart, which is able to reveal and describe the past pain. This has been quite miraculous in my life. He's able to go into my past with me, um, into the past sin and suffering. And I was able to go back in there. Why? Because Christ was with me this time. He could explain what it was. He could heal things that I was really struggling with. And he was able to wash over all of that past pain with his love and restore me. And so now when I I look into that, I call it my spiritual closet. (laughs) All those things are actually hung up quite nicely. Um, When I look at them, I don't don't see shame. Um, I do have triggers, but I'm not paralyzed anymore. I have a hope in Christ and I'm, I'm free to live in the present now. I'm able to share with others what Christ has done to my life from my past pain. And I can tell you that's freedom. Christ continues to pour endless love into me and help me and for me to pour his love out to others. Scripture says it's an endless cup. And so I'm thankful for that. I have a mind. uh, Scripture says the mind of Christ, which is able to be pure in thought. And I I imagine my past with my, uh, my fantasies, he was able to give me a place of pure in thought and to think rightly. And now his desires are becoming my own desires. God has given me in Christ this new identity filled with purpose and value in this world. And I have a real true calling on my life. I am loved, known, seen, and treasured by Christ Jesus. And I am always loved by my Savior, never rejected by Him. My voice actually matters to Christ because it's His voice. I'm His ambassador, Christ's representative to the world. And such a privilege to speak on His behalf to others about His love and His great redemption story. God has given me an internal family, the community of believers to share the love of Christ with. And so today I just claim all glory goes to Christ. He is my Lord and Savior. And I'd just love to share my life verse with you. It's Matthew 10, 39. And this is summarized, but it says, if I lose my old life for Christ, I will find my new life in him. So each day Christ is introducing me more and more to new Jill. And he continues to unfold his beautiful story of redemption. I truly believe now that the old has passed away and the new has come. And my savior sees me, he loves me, he treasures me, and I have been restored by my creator, my savior, the guardian of my soul.
Jill, what an amazing story from start to finish of God's love and care for you. All through your story, I just kept seeing His grace sprinkled in your life at different times when you may not have known it, but I definitely heard that come out in your story. Jill, I want to ask you one quick question. What word of encouragement would you maybe have to somebody driving around town today listening to this podcast who might be battling some of the same things that you shared? What one encouraging thing could they do today? That's a great question, Ryan. I think just summary is that God's came into my life when I was at my worst and yet he came and gave me his best. And Jesus says in Matthew 11, he says, come to me if you're exhausted, if you're carrying heavy troubles, I can give you rest. And Christ is humble. He's gentle at heart. And he says he will give us rest for our souls. And so again, if if we lose our old life for his namesake, if we leave that at the cross, at the feet of his cross, he will give us this new life and we will find ourselves in Christ. Wow. What, what an encouraging thing to think about. Something that scares us the most, losing ourselves, is actually where God really finds us. Mm-hmm. Jill, thank you so much for sharing your story with us today. I think it's going to resonate with quite a few listeners. For those of you listening, don't forget to like the podcast, share the podcast, follow us on social media at CPC Soul Care Matter. And if you're interested in sharing your life story, email us at soulcarematterspod at gmail.com. And we'll see you next time. Life Stories is presented by the Soul Care Matters podcast, hosted by Ryan Berg. Connect with us at CPC Soul Care Matters on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for more life stories.